Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So the two guys that you see at the beginning of the commercial, Ryan, they're immigrants, right? And... I think they're I think they're Italian. Like it's never super specified, which is kind of weird because you wonder if they're like automatically hopping on the Olive Garden thing. But they're they're coming to America. It's like a like a kind of like a TikTok romance thing. They're coming to America and they stow away on this giant boat. Okay. Okay. And in the boat are you like you like swoop through and you meet a whole bunch of characters. Um, there's this. I like, can't tell if she's fucking with me. What do you mean? No, I, I c- cannot tell if you're fucking with me right now. No, the commercial's insane. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Does, does somebody else want to tell him? No, keep going. I want okay, to see. so there's this girl who's been promised in marriage by her family. You meet this other character, mm-hmm. and she has been promised in marriage by her family to this dude who, like... This is an Applebee's commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah who He's kind of a dick, and they're all... <laughs> they're all like sitting around at dinner can i can i ask a question yeah is this other guy billy zane caitlin told me <laughs> you had never seen titanic i haven't seen titanic but i know generally, okay. generally that titanic is a movie okay that was man, i thought if i started with fabrizio you might not catch on for a minute anyway no that's not, to watch t- titanic to have seen titanic that's not I, the I, applebee's ad that's the plot of the of the motion picture you, titanic. hand of god you really had me going i was like okay <laughs> sure like everybody is so worked up over this applebee's ad that i'm like all right i guess it's how did billy zane trigger this <laughs> no billy zane is the trigger though yeah. the i didn't say billy zane no, no but, but, but you but applied him the, the the marriage plot specifically, I'm like, wait a second. You implied oh, Billy Zane. You thought yeah. Billy Zane. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, he projected research, Billy's. In. I did research for this for, and everything. I asked your wife what's the most famous movie you've never seen. Oh, yeah. It's definitely Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. It's super okay. Titanic. I've never seen Titanic. Either. Anyway, uh, Ryan, why don't you click now to the Applebee's ad and watch it while we record your reactions in real time? Do, do I have to do? Yeah. Is, is yeah. It, can yeah. I, well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you do. Is it possible for you to explain to me what the ad like? And I'm not saying, will you do this? I'm saying, do you think it can be done? No, because... I wasn't lying about the very first part. It's in TikTok form, and none of us can explain the dances. We're too old. It's from it's by Wa- a song by Walker Hayes, who joins Ham Grunt and Burt Fornthop. You made three of those up. Walker Hayes is real. Ham okay. Grunt is the guy I've always said is the guest picker on game day every week because there's always some... Uh, I put it in the chat for you, Ryan. There's always some country singer on game day who they bring out, and they're like, "Sure, woo, look, it's Thong Breek Torp." And this this isn't like, even up to the level of like Gene Truck Shorts Cutie, though. So, so the URL here includes viral fancy TikTok song, TikTok song, and I'm hoping that it is Reba McIntyre's fancy, and that this is a story about somebody trying to like prostitute out their child at an Applebee's. Second question, and I know I'm not in a position to say something that sounds like a joke, but have you ever seen Reba McIntyre's Fritos ad? A long time ago, I think. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Okay. The viral chart topping. All right. Ryan, you reading this headline is pissing me off. That's how much I hate this commercial. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) You saying the word fancy? My toes are and curling. Also, I'm so I, angry. I cannot, I cannot overstate also. This is one of those things where the first time you're like, God, that's annoying. And then it plays in every commercial break yeah. for 12 hours. This was yeah. very much a volume offense. Ryan, okay. do, do you have cable or you're streaming? I'm streaming. Huh. And, I'm and on like, YouTube. okay, wait, I'm on YouTube TV. And I, saw I had gathered commercial. it's more prevalent on, 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 on via streaming. Everybody, okay. everybody who said like, well, you must not be watching any games on ESPN or Fox. And I'm like, no, that's. No, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm only I, watching CBS SN. Yeah, that's right. I was primarily yeah. I was primarily watching Fox, and I saw it twelve times. I'm a hipster. I'm only watching this on the CBS Sports Network. It proudly employing Houston Nut for like Forever. eight years. Forever, for, for eight years until he gets the UConn job. I think it's like Nutmeg proudly State. employing DJ Durkin. Um, <laughs> does do that. All right, I'm gonna click play now. Yeah, it's thirty seconds long. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you know when I pause Feels it. longer. Listen, Did we start drunk. the podcast today? Yeah. We, what podcast? This is going to be the cold open, I suspect. Okay. All right. Real cold. All right. Well, let's see if Ryan can wait for the shockingly big butt on a man that pops up in this. There's a dude with some cakes. I was not prepared. I saw an athlete this weekend who has bigger cakes. The jeans think- guy? In yeah. this one? Yeah. I was unimpressed. You were on a whoa! Standards for man cakes are higher than mine. This is nothing special there. <laughs> Maybe it's the hip flexibility. I, I think. Was like, I think man's... what it is is it's the cowboy jeans, which leads you to think, oh, that's more than there mm. should be there. Which, granted, yeah, but it's still not a lot. Lion ass man booty jeans. It's like seeing Hank Hill with any. <laughs> Ryan's rubbing his forehead, yeah. and he looks really tired. He's, no, he, he's <laughs> screen cap it. I have. I have trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do have trouble because now we've passed this shit on to you. Everyone has ring. said so. Everyone has said this is a commercial, mm-hmm. but yeah. it is more. Um, <clears throat> it is it is much more akin to like when you're in a jet blue plane and they have to show you like a little advert advertisement or something. It's like when the Delta CEO comes out to mm-hmm. talk about how 
I don't know. They definitely didn't lay off all their staff during a pandemic. Or like taxi cab TV is what it reminds me of, where it's like, yes, a product or a business is named. And some of the, the things about those business are hinted at, but it just sort of like throwing it, it, I guess the, the thing it reminds me most of is in the old NCAA games when it like cuts to a crowd shot and it's just like, you know, poly, po, uh, polygon white people holding up signs that are like beat them state or something yeah. like that. Mm. And you're like, See, but it's just that it's like, what if NCAA was just that? I love it when a business gets to this stage. Applebee's has no new customers. They're admitting that. <laughs> they don't have to advertise that they have food to people who have not heard of Applebee's. Sure, right. You're not going to Applebee's unless you have already entered that particular channel of personal damnation. You're locked into the <laughs> Applebee's lifestyle. This is really just feel-good advertising to reinforce and and fight away the guilt and the shame that you feel at going to Applebee's. That's what this is. Like, oh, that's the place with good times where I go and eat my sad riblets. I love the idea of giving up on replacing dead Applebee's customers, just fortifying the ones nope. who are not yet. We're just building a moat around this sad cadre of people with their that bodies. we've recruited with, with good times and good vibes. That's what I we're just, doing. If you told me in a vacuum, somebody, if, if I was at a wedding or something dancing and somebody came up and said, you know what that reminds me of? The food at Applebee's. I would stop dancing and I would feel that. <laughs> I don't believe you. You have appeared on television as an onion that was fried. Why so, did Ryan just poop on the floor? Someone said this reminded him of Applebee's. And then- so apparently this whole thing was like they, they went on TikTok and they gathered some people were dancing to a country song by a man, which sure. is the worst thing I've ever sure. heard. Yeah. A country song by a man dancing to it. Get that shit off my phone. But they just gathered it and posted it on TV. And now we all have to hear a country song by a man. Also, all football the- season. Can I say you said a country song by a man? And I agree, you shouldn't dance to it. A country song by two men, though, one must dance to it because that would include Brooks and Dunn's Boot, Scoot, and Boogie. Sure. No, all, all, of, all of this is diseased and fallen. Get it all out of my sight. I don't want any of it. Heresy! <laughs> no, it's, it's oral gangrene now. It's all got to go. We cannot take any chances. It's the only, it's the only way to be sure. I miss summertime love. That's really... Yes, I, that I, was good. I voiced it. Oh God, yeah, that's that should be a marker of what kind of time we're in. Get up, get up, get up. Okay, I saw a Florida athlete over the weekend who has the biggest butt I have ever seen on a man. Who was that? You know who I'm talking about. Who was that? Oh, was this w- was was this the kid they were talking about? Or this he, is the were- kid they call Big Wiggle, and I feel like that's not descriptive enough a nickname for him like if i were him i would be going by like credenza sure um i will get i will desmond watson desmond Desmond, credenza watson desmond watson if you did not watch the game you missed desmond watson who's desmond seats 12 watson desmond canyonero watson desmond a380 watson that's got a drop leaf butt yeah, that when you take the drop leaf out on the defensive tackle, you get Desmond Watson. Desmond Watson, by the way, is down to four hundred. He came in at four eighty, got down to four thirty-two. Oh, that's right. What class is he? Um, I believe. I think he's he a is, freshman. He's a freshman. Like yeah. your dining room table at Thanksgiving, he's only gonna get bigger. Yeah. So Florida's got a four hundred pound dude named Desmond Watson, whose teammates have named him Big Wiggle. Big Big Wiggle. <laughs> The first, the first sentence. I just of think his, that's because college kids don't know what sideboards are. The mm. first sentence of his two four seven scouting report: a large, wide-hipped body that's well over three hundred and fifty pounds, 
that's how you describe like a car. <laughs> and and his okay. his player because he put him like yeah. next to a Fiat. His player comparison is Terrence Cody. Oh, so and he's, he's I love Terrence and Cody. he's bigger than Cody. Mm. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> he's bigger, but the thing with Cody was is that Cody was big. Like his upper body was real big. This dude is Terrence like Cody had arms that were like 30 feet long. Yeah. Like he had Inspector Gadget arms. He did. I'm, st- I'm stuck on the Applebee's commercial, y'all. Oh, yeah. welcome back. Yeah. 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 You and you will be because yeah. it's not yeah. going anywhere. You're in it now. Yeah. You've seen the ring. TikTok. I, I, I think what is throwing me is that it makes me believe that there is that like we are in the upside down or in the parallel universe. Because I think I think for as much as people you all and other people on Twitter seem to really dislike that this clearly there are thousands of people who are like, I love this Applebee's song and I love shaking my butt to it on the TikTok. I was just That's assuming no this was the easiest way they could film a commercial around COVID. Cause I got to feel that Applebee's are in a number of anti-vax hotspots. This is the problem with you. Silent majority people. You're silent. You need to say this. With yeah. You chest. need to be, you need to no. you need to be more silent because yeah, being I, I, loud is how we got the song. Yeah, I would love this if this song was silent. No, they need to come out and say this with their chest so I can know so we can name you and shame you. That if you're <laughs> like, hey, I like Walker Truck Faces, Applebee's rap. That's really what I want. Rapple Rapplebees. Rapple Oh my God. If somebody dropped it, listen, I hate Applebee's. Like really, that's like I know that's not even being cool. You're just like, there's no reason for it to exist. It's just yeah. not good. Bubba Sparks follows at least half of this show on Twitter. We could probably make that happen. Yeah, but like if you named a mix, if you named a mixtape Rapplebees, I <laughs> sure <laughs> day yeah. one. Day I'm going out and getting yeah. it. <sighs> My life Bad. is not better for having watched this. Yeah, you're welcome. I was I was really hoping that this was going to be like a so bad it's good or a like what the fuck was happening here. You can but now listening to me describe the plot of the movie Titanic, but mm-hmm. no. I like that Jason. Jason, you gave the best name for Titanic I've ever heard, which is to call it Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> going to I? refer to it. As, yeah, you do. I like it. But that's the way I'm going to call it from now on because huh. I will never see it, and I will only refer to that it. That goes as in the Titanic. in the Spiderman. Wait, server, have you seen it? Server is a yes. Uh, I have yeah. seen definitely half of it at least, at times. But, uh, I have, you know, what scene I have seen though, because it got shared on the internet with big lols and thumbs up, is uh, the scene where the guy's falling off of the the stern of the ship, yeah, and he clocks his head on the bar on the way down. That's the only part of like, actually, based on what I've seen of Titanic, Titanic is metal as hell. It rocks. I've seen a guy fall off the back of a sinking ship and crack his head on a brass bo- brass railing with an amazing sound effect. Where yeah, v- were VHS you when Titanic to- came out? I was not in the country. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that probably so how how was this received abroad? Oh. What is your experience with Titanic as an expat? As an expat? Went, yeah. Well, no, went off like a bomb, man. Everyone saw this movie. <laughs> okay. It was everywhere. And and I like that song, that is the only I have the weirdest relationship with that movie because that was one of two songs played the entire time I lived abroad, one was that the other was believed by Cher. So I had, I <laughs> that's was what con- it was like here too. <laughs> yeah. So I was convinced by the way that America was going through the most like romantic, tragic phase while I was gone. Right. Yeah. And then I came back to realize it was actually just the first dot com boom and boy bands that it all like, I came back and they were like backstreet. I'm like, I have no idea who these men are. 
Why do they want it that way? Okay, but you were teaching, right? You would have been teaching, right? Right. When so, this happened. Yes. So everybody that I taught when we played charades, which is an old ESL thing, right? They would always want to do Titanic. And I was like, I kind of have a vague understanding of the plot <laughs> of a movie. So I'm pretty sure we could do charades. But they'd baffle me because in pretty simple like middle school English, which is much better than any of our like any of our American students, Chinese, right? They would get up there and they would write, they would go, okay, movie, right? They, movie. Okay, they got that. Then they would draw the I'm wave. just so glad that Spencer just decided to do charades on the podcast. I am, I'm describing it. <laughs> then they would then they would draw this is waves. Better than us playing rock, now usually paper, usually they would they would get to waves and somebody would say Titanic. Sure. It's like they're like, okay, that's the only movie we've all seen this right. year. Right. Fuck White Squall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, under siege <laughs> like two dudes in the back under siege so they would they would write waves and then everybody would kind of play along because they always wanted to get to this joke they would have a they would draw a little sort of rectangle that looked like a door or a piece sure. of wreckage right. and then they would draw this gigantic fat lady on it they would draw like the <laughs> biggest lady they would draw Kate Winslet as like Terrence, here's Terrence here's Terrence Cody on this Titanic on door. this Titanic woman right they would just draw this enormous lady here and they would point to her and go the big lady this is the big lady the big woman and they'd go yeah yeah okay okay next and everyone in the class is cracking up at this point and then they would draw the scrawniest stick figure sinking with X's <laughs> over his eyes right. And they would point to him and they would go, skinny, this is the skinny poor boy. The skinny boy with no money. The skinny boy. Just basically being like, loser. Cold, very icy cold loser boy. And then they would point to Kate Winslet and they would be like, selfish. This is the selfish fat lady. There like, is room. There is so much room on that. She should move over. They've like summed up all of America. <laughs> I can't see how that could possibly apply to 2021. But the story of the movie, according to the two dudes who always did this in my class, and I would start cracking up, was that Titanic was about a lady who was thriving. Yes. <laughs> it's about a girl boss yes. who dominated, dominated the launch of her successful surviving the Titanic business. <laughs> and kicked a skinny loser off of her business who she didn't need anymore. And we find out in the frame story, lived a long and fruitful life. Yeah. He's Leo- Leonardo DiCaprio is the Winklevoss twins. <laughs> and the door's, fa- the door's face. No, no, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, they could row boats. Welcome to the shutdown full Count it. cast. Count it, got most of it out. Oh, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall, joined as always by my co-host Jason Kirk. Uh, Jason, how are we doing, sir? Uh, so uh, a couple of days ago, I was thinking about how you know everyone's really bummed out about everything for pretty justifiable reason. Um, and uh, I have a proposal for something that you know everyone could do as kind of a group project. Uh, the whole world, really, almost the whole world, um, that I think would bring a lot of people together. Which is, I think, Joe Biden should announce that we are going to all of us together declare war on England. Um, that 
we are, you know, our, our, our Irish allies are already swimming across, storming the shitty beaches of England. Our Scottish allies are hopping Hadrian's Wall. Uh, and we're all going to liberate Wales. We're just going to we're just going to flatten England. No one needs it. No one likes it. It's 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 trying to, you know, it's, it's trying to eradicate itself. So why not? Ultimately, all the problems are their fault. They started all this shit. So I think they should rebrand. We even have our own Helen of Troy in Meghan Markle. But that's right. Or Harry. Yeah, we, we got we got them out. Yeah. And now leave nothing, leave nothing, leave nothing else. Evac, Mary Berry, and I think we're good. I think does we, John Boyega live in London? We should probably get him out too. That's it though. That's he'll be worst. fine. He'll make it out okay. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've seen I've seen him survive uh an aerial attack before. He, he he's survived be Lucasfilm, so I yeah. guess he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we can also, by the way, make a test. You can get out of England if you can do five pull-ups. That way we get Harry, but we don't get William. <laughs> the fitness comparison between the two of them is delightful. One got all of the conquering genes, and the other one is William. <laughs> I have friends who are way more into the whole Royals bit than I am, which is to say they are all the way into the Royals bit, and I am not at all. And they pointed out in this... Uh, in a group text that was being passed around this this magazine photo spread of of will and kate through the years and one of them pointed out something to me that i've never been able to unsee which is that they got engaged right at the moment his hairline hit point of no return <laughs> lock like, it in this the second that man's look started to go he locked it down it's like the mountain climber game and price is right like stop mm-hmm. Ah. Yole, yole, yole. hairline that's enough heiresses buddy come on home what <laughs> do you think like harry and megan should adopt a college football team like all all northwestern what if it was arizona state they're already I, stuck with northwestern oh, God, they, don't, they don't have to adopt no, nobody has to be ucla sure that that's bandwagoning now yeah it's UCLA. that is incredibly english it's like how much gatekeeping do you think is happening at ucla <laughs> Mm. Hey, if you weren't here before, <laughs> no one was here before. We yeah, saw the screenshots. Plenty of good seats available. <laughs> this door is still open. We'd if like you weren't you one of the seven hundred here to watch the Hawaii game, <laughs> the you better have some Maurice Jones Drew thoughts if you want to get to this tailgate, brother. <laughs> it's just like three hundred, but nobody died, and you all went to In and Out afterwards. Yeah, it's called we... thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. The race to thirty thousand in the Rose Bowl. It's, I, uh, it's an inclusive environment. I have a question about William real quick, by the way, or any one of the Royals. What if one of them just started wearing a tracksuit and a goatee? Like, just like they could do. <laughs> who's stopping you? Like, you don't have to go out in a button down and some slacks. You could just go out and you could embrace your inner chab and you could go out. Princess Anne. Your princess-, <laughs> princess Anne could pull that shit off. Sure. She couldn't grow the stone cold goatee, though. <laughs> I think I think the only thing stopping you is like... Um, intense emotional fear that, that's that's as like, usual i'm sorry everything yeah. yeah but i can wear a tracksuit. that's not going to endanger the inheritance and if it does i still want to get the lecture from my grandmother you cannot wear a tracksuit. i just want to be clear you are mostly you're most of the way to describing the plot of the film king ralph oh good we've done <laughs> two of these now there we go <laughs> also better than applebee's commercial <laughs> Oh, Peter O'Toole's in one. That's how you can tell it's good. 
There's a drunk driving segue here that I am not making. I Thank don't, you. Yeah, Thank you. I'm not Atta getting boy. it. Why don't we, yeah, why don't we get back to a, unifi- a unified path here and talk about 9-11 in Iowa? <laughs> Is that an official? That's not an official shirt. That's just somebody. Oh, of it, course it's not an official shirt. It okay. is my understanding from the internet that it came from a sporting goods store that is local to the area that does have a license. Okay. Yeah, I, I am but sure... They, yeah, because we were reminded they did this 10 years ago. So Iowa doesn't have a license with, say, a reputable, established provider of quality apparel like home field. No, they do. They, they do. Iowa, Iowa and Iowa State both do. Oh, never yeah. mind. So have they you see, revoke- haven't you seen Indiana's two tower shirts where the eyes form the <laughs> <laughs> home field apparel? We won't do that. So Iowa and Iowa State, a local retailer published or made a shirt that is says like basically Iowa, Iowa State, twin towers in between. Oh, uh, some gave all, some brought hot dish. Some brought, some brought delicious Ames water. Mm, Ames it's, drinking water. It's just so it's 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 simultaneously very subtle and very not. Like it's not willing to sort of go all the way and sort of be like, you know, sacrifice for the team, sacrifice for the, or, you know, it's not, it's not willing to say like football and nine 11, they're the same thing, no, but it's also, but it, yeah. But it's got two unharmed towers on the shirt and nothing else. Yes, it is. Yes. It is also tasteless Which enough. It makes me wonder what it is positing. Like, is this a shout out to Spider-Man two, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man two? Yes. Yes. I think um, it's uh, sort of a, let's remember some things that happened on nine 11. There are many things. There was 9-11. There's El Asico. I just, there was a guy who bowled 300. About Bill Morrow. Let's remember Jay-Z's Blueprint came out. Litter came out. Um, Lots of things. But like in some room somewhere, there was, there were at least two people who sat down and said like, all right, let's talk about this 9-11 Iowa, Iowa State design. Yeah. A number of, as we usually say in these times, a number of people had to think this was a good idea. So now I want to see the version that they're like, no, Larry, we got to uh, come on. That's too far. The planes. That's too far. What did did this pull back from? Yeah, guys, we don't even have a passing game. We can't put planes on the shirt. They wouldn't have pulled planes planes back for matters of taste. They would have pulled it back because uh, the passing attacks of these teams are largely untested. Also, Iowa's performance last week has ruined for us the other logical off-ramp, which is to say, ah, 9 to 11 is the final score of the game. We're not being weird. The AP poll almost bailed us out because they have ranked, I think Iowa State is 9? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe yeah, no, Iowa that, is Yeah, but is it's 9-10, nine, nine, right? 9-10. Yeah, 9-10 yeah. on 11. Yeah, the day we were warned. <laughs> sure. Is that worse? What if it's the two towers from the Lord of the Rings film series and absolutely no reference to 9 11 sure. whatsoever, but the <laughs> game's being played on 9 11 really and good. it's Orthanc and the other one? I just like don't that. tell me, don't at me and tell me what that is. I don't know. I just like that it implies that your designer is somebody who neither watches football nor the news for the past 25 years, but is only into Tolkien. Hey, can you give us an Iowa, Iowa State shirt? I what think that describes a lot of Tolkien fans. <laughs> Sarah, I, I, I can. Mm. <laughs> Back to the Shire, to my studio, and I shall make you a shirt unparalleled in its greatness. <laughs> um, 
There was actually a lot of shirt related, uh, like real quick. Chaos. Can I point out a numerology yeah. thing here? <clears throat> oh, please, I run a Bible yeah. podcast, oh, yeah. so you're I in would the hands never of stop experts you. here. Um, yeah. this game kicks off at 4 30 Eastern, meaning, of course, that um, players will be warming up ready to compete uh, around uh, 4 20 on 9 11. Okay, <laughs> all right, we're off to a good start there. Uh, these two teams have played 67 times, which means this will be the 68th rendition. Darn, we're so close, except. Wait, 2020 game was canceled. This is the 69th edition of the Cyhawk Elastico rivalry because last and year that's was the best shirt they could do. Yeah, yeah, they need to get now 420. I'm, and now I'm disappointed for a completely different reason. Oh, oh my god, it's gonna be a really good game. Final <laughs> score eight to eight. Eight. This is, I was so hoping you were gonna tell me the over under was 69. Which let's say it game, is. Yeah, there. That's over. That's the that's the total Don't for the series. It, baby. <laughs> I was I was so mad on Saturday when we didn't actually get a five three game. Like I thought we were. I we thought, gave it a yeoman effort as a nation. Utah State and Wazoo were so close to pulling it off. It's a real weird scoring game. If you go look, there's some real potential score got me there by the way shouts out to john boys it was a great weekend to have john boyce on sports center it was it was a great one because we seemed we came so close but hey utah state you did end up beating wazoo so thank you i'm I'm not gonna take away credit there full full credit for doing the thing you were supposed to do you gave them a good shot (laughs) Um, i was gonna say that we actually did have like t-shirt related drama in the form of ed ogeron uh, telling a UCLA fan that he had a sissy shirt, which is the most high school bully thing I have ever heard. That is the out most... of Ed. No, no. Oh, we'll drop my Camaro over there. I'm amazed he found the time. He should have been like poaching players who were evacuated by Ida. And it sounds like he should have been prepared for a Pac-12 team that couldn't get out of its way last year. Mm. I, I feel like all right. There's always a possibility. Um, Ed just was. Uh, offended by the concept of shirts you know like, oh you're wearing a shirt <laughs> right what are you a child yeah the, the strange <laughs> thing in you know in addition to ascribing like toughness to colors like yeah, that's dumb to do so while wearing purple right i was gonna like, say not if traditionally follow, the butchest color yeah if we follow this antiquated understanding of gender down the primrose <laughs> path uh sorry to trigger you with the mention of pink there coach uh you, you can't be the dude in royal purple hollering at the dude. And what is, look, it's a beautiful jersey when it's on the field, but in like jersey form, UCLA blue is boring. Also, like, hey, Oxford, come down here with that fucking chambray. The, you panty waist. the sky is blue. Is Coach O yeah. out here talking shit to the sky? Okay, he might that be. Did, listen, <laughs> I've read Greek mythology. That does not end well. Mm didn't end well for him maybe that was what happened i also would point out that he can't be uncomfortable with the color pink because i know that man is at least 15 percent shrimp at least like oh like a flamingo body. yeah okay yeah his plumage his plumage really should be either a pink or pinkish red based on the shrimp and crawfish consumption now i'm imagining him saying i done poisoning <laughs> now i'm imagining him saying skrilla and charybdis that's i an can't a, do it that's an effeminate mineral to get poisoned with come on beryllium get in my bloodstream mm, want, no barrel's a girl's name i yeah. want we a dying poisoning on this team Not anyway stuff. ucla reminded <laughs> god damn it 
I was just about to steer us back to clear air. Sorry. UCLA promptly reminded uh, LSU that gender is a construct uh, by laying a whole mess of points on their doorstep. Somebody ought to sweep that up. Something that's not a construct would be LSU's defense. <laughs> oh, hey. God, they got pounded. Too. They did. They, they got beat up. What I, what I like is that LSU is currently in what is a very bad place to be as a college football team. It's okay to be a bad college football team. It happens and teams have bad years. But it, but where it starts to turn on you is where your famous former alumni are tweeting about you, about how bad you are and why you are bad. And like, or break, like I, I, I saw Honey Badger doing this where he was basically like, we suck this, we suck that, we're not teaching this, we're not teaching. And it's like, when you have lost those what guys. What would he know about being a successful foot? Ah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When, when those guys are out there publicly lighting your ass on fire you are in a very bad part of the death spot i feel like so miami is number one in this regard in the nfl alumni talking shit about their own school tennessee is up there yes lsu that can get bad real fast yeah oh yeah Yeah. because i'll tell you that whole like hey listen uh, louisiana we all have a good time and it's all great you notice there's no mention by the way in all of the exhortations uh and celebration of louisiana culture about and you know what? We're going to stick up for each other. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Is he getting it done? Is he getting it done? That's not because that's not exactly part of the code. Because here's my thing. When when fans do this, whatever, fans are always cranky and fans always mm-hmm. want to talk shit. Even ones who know a lot, even if they're mm-hmm. right, you can sort of like do that. But if this is what's happening to you from like well-known LSU former players on Twitter, imagining what they're texting and calling the coaches with because they can do that. I mean... I would put it this way. If I found out that an LSU player who really liked Ed Ogeron had also texted him a death threat mid game, sure. I would believe that. And yes. I'm sure the two of them would be like, you know, he just gets like that sometimes. Right. He's right. Just, he, gets, he gets hangry. I mean, Ed's yeah. used that excuse plenty of times. So, you know, yeah. it's only fair. <laughs> if you've ever listened to a Bobby a bear post game show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad those aren't recorded. Any any LSU post game show has some of the most unhinged callers, but they're not loud and they're not super demonstrative. It's just like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna burn down my house if this doesn't get better. I'm really am, and they're all like, "True, true. That's just that's how it's gonna be, y'all. I guess. Yeah. Next caller, and they're like, "I'm gonna I'm fixing to drive my truck into a lake," and they're like, mm-hmm, "I've done that. Been there, brother. Been there. Um, Got to fix um, that defense." Real quick, how many stops did the LSU defense get in the second half? Two. One. The answer is zero. Yes. Yeah. I'm holding up the hand. All right, I get credit for it. <laughs> yes, end, end, end of game has one stop. LSU's defense has zero in the second half of this game. <laughs> LSU. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you telling me that an L? Y'all, less is in the pipes. They got to call exterminators. Oh. LSU. LSU got equally defensive coordinated by Father Time. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that is so 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 bad because yeah they didn't it wasn't even like big plays they just held them down (laughs) yeah 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 with their tight end nicknamed glendale gronk which boy what a dangerous combination of words that is i do i do like that um that the passing line for ucla reads nine of 16 for 260 yards (laughs) hey make it count as in, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. As in, it could have been worse. And also, your play action was like, your run game was so effective that when they hit play action, the safeties were like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah just 
the hook fully in the mouth every single time they play faked. I do also like a player named DTR because I, I don't actually like one. I'm do convinced- you know what that means? Dorian Thompson Robinson, right? Okay. 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 Uh, but DTR may- always makes it sound like they're being beat by some sort of obsolete video technology. I'm very fond of that, right? DTR for the win. <laughs> 1983's best video standard. DTR. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Now in nanny sound. It's only on one side. Yeah. I want that as my first down sound in stadium. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just you making that noise. Wow. Um, I also wanted to say though that hey, at least LSU didn't lose to an FCS team. Y'all want some FCS oh, trivia? Oh, I do. I do. I, I got a little bit of this for you. A little bit, because uh this is mainly my way of saying, do you remember when Washington had to hire an offensive coordinator when Chris Peterson left? Mm -mm. Jimmy Lake had to hire an offensive coordinator and he went out and got the man behind the most dynamic attack that he could remember at that moment. Penn state. 2015 Penn state. I was kidding. Is that really who? No, that's really who they went and got. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They, They went and got the worst coordinator in the recent history of Penn state football. They went and got John Donovan and John Donovan's board was right there. Uh, <laughs> like by the way, one of the first things that you see is was firing is a result from uh 2015, which is was firing John Donovan the right decision. Yeah, because because he's about to get his next guy fired. Washington played Montana. Montana, uh, they are in the Big Sky Conference. Uh, for the record, that is not an FBS conference. That is an FCS conference, and ended up losing the game, ten to seven. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you you lost to to Montana, a big sky team. That is an FCS loss. Um I would have liked to have seen Montana. Which I will point out, I was listening to the uh the the one of the full casts I was not on recently and Jason what? like Jason said, "Oh, whoa, 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 you I know. what? I know." Okay. No, 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 no. You just dropped the veil. We're not moving on. I only did it the one time, okay? You listen, no, no, no. You listened to the full cast? Just this one. What what do you think? I won't listen to this one. What? No, but what do you think of the show? Well, I, what I was going to say is that, Jay, first of all, it flows much better with only three people, from being honest. And second of all, Jason, uh, Jason said to watch out for this game. I also we spoke, went we spoke on several things yes, into existence correct. from this past week. Yeah. Most correct. of it was Jason. Yeah, I went on uh, a show n- known as Split Zone Duo. I believe they cover either the NFL or the it's business of college show. basketball. Yeah, it's a finance yeah. show. Uh, and I mentioned oh, a gambling show, yeah, that uh, the Montana Grizzlies would defeat the Washington Huskies. Lo and behold, that has come to take come to come to play come to happen. You also said that Illinois was going to it, that Illinois. We were yes. joking that Illinois was going to use to UTEP, and you were like, they have UTSA before that. Yeah, and low. Yeah, did speak it into existence because yeah. Illinois did the full. I mean, the line on that was like five it wasn't <laughs> we're talking illinois here not number 20 <laughs> yeah what would you do if you saw I'm illinois sorry, that's big 10 team of the week illinois. that's right that's right getting and, road and, run and still division leader getting motherfucking they could win the big 10 you still. got meep meeped <laughs> you did get meeped oh god this is imagining brett bielema as the world's slowest wily coyote it's yeah. a beautiful visual for yeah. me I think he's more the thing they paint the tunnel on. (laughs) 
well, I'll just let the Roadrunner run into this belly. He is kind Bonk. of me colored. <laughs> he ran into the tunnel, even though it's not real. Mm. Mm, maybe I'll try this thing. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He does communicate mostly through letters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is working. Like Brett Bielema writing a letter to Jeff Long that just says, bye. Signed, Brett Bielema, brain genius. Uh, you did call that into reality. I, Jason, as always, is the oracle. Uh, how many other teams since 2007 have lost to an FCS squad? A ranked, a ranked FBS team. To be how many of them did we graduate from? Oh, okay. FBS. Michigan, James Madison, Oregon State, Iowa. Excellent. Yeah, four. That is correct. So this is the yeah, yeah. This is the fifth loss by a ranked FBS team to an FBS. Did I say Virginia Tech to James Madison? Did I say James Madison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Congratulations, JMU, on the call up. I just assumed (laughs) that they had come in with Old Dominion, and I hadn't seen it, but I was going to accept that as gospel. And by the way, I have There's an attached question to this. It's not quite the one of the losses to an FCS team, but goddamn, it is close. What team sent its kicker out on fourth and goal late in the second quarter, trailing 14-7, and then after booze rained down, sent out its offense to go get that TD, <laughs> no. and then stalled out and missed out on three points it could have used in a 22-21 loss to a non-power five uh, team. Hey, no, listen, nobody saw so that. So Georgia Tech, they missed three field goals. This is probably <laughs> why. 22-21, they missed three field goals. You're trying to tell me they were going to go for a fourth? That would have won the game had they connected. <laughs> That's amazing. I, Jeff <laughs> Collins likes to talk a lot about how he, how he's a teacher first. And I believe him when he says that he thinks he's a teacher first. I, I may have some questions about his teaching. Sure. I um... like what is have we just been ignoring it because it's Georgia tech is just kind of a, a hum in the background or is this a, an enormous looming crater? I think so. Like, I feel like we're in year like 17 of like, Oh, it takes a long year time. 17 to of year zero. Yeah. The gutting of the, the deoxygen. Like, cause yeah. like, Oh, it's just completely for what Can you they win without Paul Johnson's and they, players. They pitch it to guys who are running. It's completely unlike anything else, anywhere else in college. But we're, we're on like year 38 of giving this guy mulligans for replacing an mm-hmm. offense that already worked fine. Yeah. It is sort of the, like, um, this is the year I get good at Spanish on Duolingo of college football. <laughs> And it's like, no, and then, and then you lose later. to Temple. B.C. Yeah. Clayton. B.C. Clayton. That's where you are a year later. George, I will say this. I respect that Georgia Tech was respectful enough of its fans to just get this out of the way. Because the, <laughs> the extreme opposite of this, I would argue, was Virginia Tech beating UNC where it felt like most Virginia Tech fans were like, God damn it. Now we have to think about keeping him. God damn it. We don't want him here anymore. <laughs> Justin Fuente, why did you win? Um, so speaking of Georgia Tech and speaking of going to schools that aren't smart, uh, Georgia mm-hmm. Tech this coming weekend plays your Kennesaw State Owls. Yep. Yep. I saw that. That was the, like, is it going to be two uh, in a row? Flex, <laughs> the Flexpo and option offense Let's is get coming weird. back to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Maybe you can maybe you can get a look at it. You know, you, you might like the look of it. Maybe you want to try it out sometime. That'll be another 85-year overhaul because these things just, oh, my gosh, it's unbelievable how long it takes to replace, like, 260-pound lineman with 280-pound line. It's, oh, my Glacier gosh. Glacier slowly carve out the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is like people who pretend that Kansas City and Memphis barbecue are different. <laughs> I like how long does it take to gain 20 pounds? I mean, I can do that in a month. <laughs> Come on, y'all. <laughs> Listen, Georgia Tech, these things are so fucking good at numbers. Add yeah. a thousand calories a day. Then I press know. enter. <laughs> I know that there are several Z-grade Chinese restaurants surrounding that campus. Go there three times a day. Come You're back surrounded by Waffle Houses. It's easy to be good at football. This is a waffle home. This is. Get everything. I, you need it scattered, smothered, chunked, everything. Three eggs and the I mean, waffle. Christian Bale did it. I like, mean, you got smothered by NIU. You're one third of the way there. <laughs> at least you could be just proud and luxuriantly fat out there just struggling and sweating our boys be like oh god our big sweaty thick boys out there he'll be just bad, tossing around be warm. i know i'm so proud of them they're struggling they got infected with that option thinness hey at least, cuter than uh, a fat uh, at least niu is in division one <laughs> NIU, yeah. they are they, they are, are d1 not everyone got to lose to an fbs team by the way holy cross Holy Cross managed to beat UConn. And you know what? Count it. I don't care. Holy Cross, you get to count that because that is an FBS team, even if it is UConn, who had their coach retire immediately after the game. Like what time but is say it? he was going to finish. And then the next day, 24 hours later, they came out and said, by the way, he's not finishing. We're not going to let him do that. On the other hand, we don't even want him to stick around that long. Something not a lot of people seem to be remembering is that this is the second time this has happened to Ramsey Edsel, sort of. Do you remember him calling Maryland his dream job? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what happened after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got, he got canned. People wake Sometimes up dreams. dreams die. Yeah. Jason had the best phrase. Sometimes dreams get weird. That yeah. <laughs> is, I cannot think of another coach who voluntarily left his school as a head coach and also later got fired as, <laughs> as a head coach by the same school. Like, that's a very rare double to pull off. We're going to make it work. We're going to come back together. And you got kicked out. Boy. You got, you got the boot. It's rough. Yeah. It's you, you, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's, he's worked crafted such a confusing narrative that i think if he were to say i resigned people would say maybe fine <laughs> you know, like you know what fine I'm whatever tired. just leave fine. How, whatever yeah. you want to call it <laughs> jason in your column on uh on from the win you had the funniest phrase of the weekend which was uh the yukon truthers the yukon fist phrase truthers i think was the exact yeah there was a viral yukon video where it was like uh yukon catch the fever and it was like uh oh i saw an assistant coach trying to get everyone to break down a huddle fist in the middle rah rah let's go it's fourth quarter to down by 10 points to a not good fcs team and no one's really participating um a uh a yukon account that is really fucking fired up part of the handle is fifth burrow um as as in like yukon is part of new york i guess wow (laughs) wait how many boroughs Never are there? Mind. Six boroughs. Six boroughs. Never right? mind. Whatever it is. No, it's the five boroughs. Yeah. Okay. So this is even more confusing. Got it. Okay. Uh, they should but yeah, Chuck this, this account. This Yukon this Yukon fan account posts a longer video and it's like, see, they're all bought in. And it's like, I see a kid smiling. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, there are uh Yukon huddle breakdown truthers. We're fucking a- back, baby. College amazing. football is back. There's a, that was that was to go with the the guy who said, "Hey, I know that drop pass by Notre Dame. That was Bowden that did it. That was Bobby. That's just the spirit of Bobby out there in the field. <laughs> that, just that, in that, time. That tweet uh, 
the ghost of Bobby also deleted it <laughs> like five minutes after. Ghosts are wily like I that. I think he deleted it after a 60 yard bomb on the defense where you're like, Bobby, let a man get past him. Don't ever let the man get deep because if he's even, he's leaving, Bobby. Bobby didn't plant his feet because he's incorporeal. Yeah. <laughs> Your footwork tends to suffer when one has no feet. <laughs> Once you're just kind of a floaty uh, pajama nightshirt. Uh, yeah, that. Um, that being followed by a wide left was that was a moment of the week. <laughs> Bobby really, is indeed Bobby. Really is Bobby, you're home, Bobby. We feel yeah. you in this place. Just a word to mention that Mike Norvell really did ice his own kicker who hit a 50 yarder on the first attempt and then got 15 yards and missed the shorter attempt. <laughs> woo, woo. Oh God. Okay. So the Holy Cross did beat UConn. They have beaten three other teams in FBS as an FCS member, all right? They did drop from FBS to FBS in the 80s, but since then they've beaten three teams, three teams. Do you know who they are? How many of them are there? Temple? That's a good guess. Uh, UMass hasn't been up there long enough. No. No. It would be Holy Cross has defeated Army. Three okay. Times. Oh, okay. Okay. They hate the troops. Yeah. That's, 86, yeah. 87, yeah. 2002. Yes. Yeah. Like there's that's the most crusades rivalry I have ever heard. Holy Cross army. defeating army. Constantine's ears just perked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a an SEC FCS upset. <clears throat> Technically, can I, I mean, can before you get into this. I listen, I have not lived here nearly as long as Godfrey, and I do not have the same network he does. So maybe he will have something more learned to say about this. But Vanderbilt getting fucking stomped by ETSU. This is the first time that I have heard strangers like in the grocery store or at the park or whatever talking about Vanderbilt football the week after a game. I what haven't heard. Say? Oh, they were like, did y'all see what happened to Van? Like they <laughs> talked about it as if <laughs> as if Vanderbilt stumbled out of a van nude onto Lower Broadway. Like, it's more of a Belmont thing. But yeah, it was it's the I, I, I swear I have never heard anyone utter a peep about Vanderbilt football in the like two years I've been here. And multiple people, people who did not like appear to care about football at all were like, did y'all see, did y'all, did you see what happened? So it's good for branding, you're saying. It's that, listen, the word is out on Vanderbilt football and Holly and I were playing this game on Saturday night. Um, how much do you think a ticket, the cheapest <laughs> ticket to Vanderbilt Stanford is right now on StubHub? I'm going to sit this one out because I helped make the game. Uh, is it over a dollar? It is over a dollar. Yes. I'm going to go five. Why? Okay. Five it's, si it's, it's six. I'm holding it one dollar. It's oh, six dollars. Now, how much? How much do you think parking costs? There we go. Thirty five dollars. Twenty five. Forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because Vanderbilt has such a vibrant game day tailgating scene. You're paying this, for the experience. This, this is the green new new deal. Okay. If you're going to. <laughs> If you're going to pay, that's going to make them matter than anything. We're this going, we're going to tax Vanderbilt football's carbon footprint out of existence. AOC just stands for Anchor of Commodores, baby. <laughs> this is the stupidest arbitrage economy ever created. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get parking passes. At 40. 
<laughs> then I got tickets for six, and then there's profit at the end of this. I'll get there. Like some. I just love to be middle. near Vanderbilt football. Just <laughs> near it. It's like paying Vanderbilt football proximity. It's like paying eight hundred dollars to fly to Paris and be like, "All right, we're making one trip to McDonald's and that's it." <laughs> we're turning right <laughs> back around. Blah, 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 blah. That's actually that. If I was a billionaire, that's the type of <laughs> shit you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm just sampling. You know who's got a really good RV? It's probably Slovakia. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, I'm going to the Burger King in Seoul. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you were going to say that Vanderbilt lost to ETSU. What was the final? 23 to 3? 23 like to that? 3. Fuck. I'm going oh. I'm, I'm to quote her. Darnielka say this once. Darnielka said, it's never good when we're putting together the highlights. And the only thing we have to show you is a field goal. Like if they're like, <laughs> second quarter, field goal. If you see that and that's your team, jump out the nearest window. You don't want to see what's happening next. Um, the good news is, based on what I can tell, Vanderbilt fans are very ready to put all of their problems on Derek Mason for mm. a long time. For a long, wow. long time. Hmm. Yeah. Who could have mm-hmm. foreseen that? Yeah. Huh. So, so good yeah. start. Good so, start. Uh, that the twenty-three uh, to three. I use the term loosely. Upset. Uh, who was the last FBS team that East Tennessee State upset? The last one. Was it us? You'll hear it. You'll go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, That's a good guess, but no. MTSU. It is a Power 5 school. Oh, it's a Power 5 school. Oh. Mm -hmm. Was it us? Yeah, but you'll hear it and go, no, it was not Tennessee. Okay. Uh, It was NC State in 1987. Oh, no. Oh, no. I told you it would make sense, right? Fuck. This one's pretty easy. Um, there was another completely lopsided FCS FBS game. Um, you have to, it's not a power five school, so we might not have thought about it this way. That would be South Dakota State, Jackrabbits defeating Colorado State, coached by the immortal Steve Adazio. Just dudes, dudes losing to Vermin, dudes losing to rodents. And are you and calling vermin. him immortal because he kind of looks like Frankenstein's monster? Uh, or is it because we can't get rid of him? Can't that- get rid of him. Yeah. Okay. yeah, immortal like a cockroach. He's up in sure. the mountains. He's up in. He's literally got a fort. He's occupied Fort Collins. Mm. You're not going to get him out for several winters until you starve him out. Of I don't know if he'll be there for several winters. <laughs> <laughs> Football seasons happen in winter. <laughs> Lose into the Jacks, baby. They are very. That's good a way to make game. it one winter. Yeah, I don't think it's losing to the Jacks. I think it's getting housed by the Jacks. I think yeah, lose it. You know, these are you walked in. These are comparable football teams. All right. Yeah. But you got to be competitive. Yeah. No, they got they, they got slammed. 42-23 at home. Uh, who was the last FBS team? The Jackrabbits upset. I don't know if upset's the word here. Uh, Kansas. Kansas, I want to say. That is correct. That yeah. is correct. Kansas, Kansas on in the game where uh, Kansas fucked up a snap, I believe. On a field mm-hmm. goal or an extra point or something? I think it was even dumber than that. I think they were trying good. to clock it and they fucked up the snap. Oh, something good. like that. Okay. Um, this is why I'm not 30. mad at Kansas for rushing the field after beating South Dakota. Like, fuck that. No, no like, we did not see that coming. <laughs> you have finally winning, defeated a Dakota. Winning winning in week one is much better than not winning in week one. That's all it comes down to. Storm the field every fucking game. Storm yes. the bear field. Who gives a shit? It's, it's fine. Storm no. all fields is what they're for. My name tag doesn't say Emily Post. You go do what you want to. You want to go out there and burn the field after every game. Burn I the don't fucking care. field every game. <laughs> <laughs> Dismantle the stadium like the Bastille when you beat South Dakota. And here come the Jayhawks, salting the field after their victory. (laughs) 
tear apart the entire fucking stadium and rebuild it. Firstborn? That's a bit extreme. You know what? That proves you're rich. If you tear down the stadium and rebuild it, that proves you're rich. Texas? giving them ideas. Texas? Listen up. Yeah, now, we, Aggies, that, that's how we do shit here in the SEC. Longhorns. Yeah. That Aggies, Longhorn I'm sorry, you ain't cutter, you yeah. put your stadium, you need to rebuild it every week. Rebuild you the whole damn stadium. You Fix ain't rich your... enough to do that. I bet you're not rich enough. I bet you don't have the money. I bet you can't do it, poor folks. Sir. Mm-hmm. Longhorns are too poor to slide their giant end zone longhorn one foot to the left so it's centered. Too poor. Too poor. I, that's why that's that why they absolutely insane. <laughs> here, here comes Purdue Pete with his with his giant hammer just taking down the stadium piece by it's piece. Just upsetting. <laughs> with his dead eyes. Look at him work. He never sleeps. Um he's he, seriously, he's like a nerd golem. Just math. Uh this one I don't believe in OSHA. Here I go. <laughs> the the scariest one to me, I, I I thought I would just get a couple of these, and I am astonished. Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa did not win in their bid to upset Iowa State. That would be top 10 team, Iowa State. They did push them to the breaking point, though, in a 16-10 win um, over UNI. How many times has Northern Iowa actually gotten it done? How many times? Has- Against an FBS team against an fbs team Mm. how many times have they gotten it done in their history twice they're good but i'm not recalling any yeah it feels like they there's a lot of close but not quite uh holly said twice holly said said twice i'll say four you say four jason I'll, I'll say zero. I mean, that's no disrespect. I just can't recall any. It is disrespect because they've done it 12 times. Wow. Okay. 12 times. Wow. Everybody does. I want you to. Now, I have to read them because the laughter will intensify as I repeat a certain team over and over again. Oh, dear. Uh, 2016 against Iowa State. 2013 against oh, right. Iowa State. 2007 against Iowa State. Hmm. 2001 against Ball State. 1999 over Ohio. 1998 against EMU. I'd almost not count that one. 94 against Iowa State. 92 against Iowa State. And then, and then 89 against Kansas State. 86 against Kansas State. 85 against Kansas State. And 85, they did it again against then FBS Illinois State, who later dropped. So we have to count that one. But 12, okay. 12 times total, you and I has come away with the head of an FBS team. Don't apologize to Northern Illinois. And that is awesome scheduling. Listen to when they're catching those teams. Listen to when they're catching those teams, though. You got pre-K State, Bill Snyder. (laughs) You got Ohio before, say, 15 years ago. Like, these are some dregs. Iowa State before, like, 17 minutes ago when they got pretty good. Listen, you know that dog who goes door to door or the horse that goes door to door? It was There's a story about it in a French hospital. There's a horse that goes door to door to terminally ill patients and like, you know, goes and like sits with them. And then like later that patient dies because I don't know, the horse is like the angel of death. And it's like, you may go now. Northern Iowa is the horse that shows up at your door at the hospital. Don't let it in because because if they're like, hey, we should play. We should totally play a football game. That's not a good indicator for the health of your program. Northern Iowa is surprisingly not a home field school, but big new Saturday is still going on. So maybe, maybe could be. What's, what's this week's big new Saturday? Um, they're, they're, they're taking this week off, um, <laughs> but we just got North Carolina. So, which is proof that mm-hmm. home field, who, home, who, North Carolina, who took last week off. Yep. Home mm-hmm. field magic, uh, 
if you'd had home field before last week, North Carolina, this might've gone different. That's right. That's right. It needs time to work. Idiots. Uh-huh. Um, home home to the best, most comfortable, uh, most beautiful looking college apparel. You can find t-shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops, occasional pants. Um, and I got, I got to tell you, I do not know what the weather is like in Georgia, but it is like, you can start to feel it in Tennessee. It's starting to get here. We're slowly approaching hoodie weather. Yeah, it's down and to 85. I made soup. It's good. I'm very excited about it. Um, it's I'm probably due for a re-up pretty soon. Cause I gotta I gotta get some more, I gotta get some more home field sweat sweaters to wear. Sweat uh, sweatshirts rather to wear. Drop the um, sweaters. Home field cable knits. <laughs> home field. <laughs> Outfitting the crustiest fisherman of Nova Scotia. Give me leggings. Feel the barrel. Give yeah. us leggings. It's just Boston College. That's it. Boston yeah. College gets sweaters. Nobody else. Uh, use offer code FULLCAST. You get 20% off your first order. And um, did any, are any, did any of y'all get any of the Boise State stuff? Uh, I am still, I still have not worn all of my Tennessee shirts that okay, I got from sure. Homefield. I am wearing yeah. one right now. With uh, Smokey the dog on it, it says Smokey. I just really like that you can get a um, a shirt from Homefield that says in larger letters than Boise State T Dog. Like, <laughs> yes, it sends a message. That's I need to get the thing. real star is here. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to get the UW Sunducker shirt. I need to get the the fancy lad. The that... the Sunducker would be amazing, but the Sun Dodger. Sun Dodger, yes. Folks, yeah. you can reach Spencer at Sun Dodger. The Sun Dodgers. Sun Ducker is my favorite Def Heaven album. <laughs> yeah, that's when the Alliance forces Washington and Oregon to merge. The ultimate vitamin D deficient fan base. God. This is also probably a good point to just like slowly point out like, hey, Oregon barely beat Fresno State. And it's only thanks to that that the Pac-12 North did not go winless on opening week. Hey, oh, what division would do that? So Oregon's in really good shape, right? Ryan, yeah, Oregon's like, fine. Oregon's Oregon championship hopes are, are going really great. And Oregon they'll probably looks- hold up for at least another yep. three days as look, of this. <laughs> look, look, look fucking awesome. Not a problem. Kayvon Thibodeau, definitely not injured. No. Nope. Mm. Nope. Uh, Offense nope. definitely Fine. looks good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Class. Hey, did you see who UCLA plays next? No. Fresno State. Whoops. Hmm. Wow, that, that's Pac-12 championship right there. <laughs> <laughs> Two best West Coast teams. The gates to the West pass through Fresno. Fresno. Um, this we can use this as a as a as a transition point uh, eventually to talk about acorns because Stanford is the trees, but um. <laughs> Man, Stanford, just so many punts in opponent territory in a non-conference game that was close, where in theory, like after last year, you think like, I don't know, maybe get a little loose with it. Not David hey Shaw. Man, Georgia punted in opponent territory. It worked out okay for them. That's true. That's true. For now. I guess Stanford and Clemson are basically yeah, Georgia in the had same to get their offense right back on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stanford and Clemson both both lost to top-notch power five opponents. Uh and and still have all their goals on the table. Conference championship, um, Heisman, national, you know, uh, makes playoff. Yeah, Stanford, Clemson, same school in all ways, in all regards. 
Academics. No questions asked mm. other than the tree thing, which, yeah, Sanford's got a tree and that's an excuse for us to talk about acorns. Mm. acorns. You know who else has a tree? You know who else has a tree? No nope. acorns. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> How it works. Fuck. <laughs> Throw it down. <laughs> Throw it down. <laughs> Jason filling in for Spencer today. <laughs> Thank you. How it works is you go to acorns.com slash full cast. Once you do that and you complete the recommended steps, you will receive $5 in the account that goes with the app you download. Then you tell the app to do certain things, such as taking money from your bank account and putting it into the market. And then as you do that, how it works is the number in your app increases. As that increases, the date of your retirement draws nigh, further and further nigh. So simply downloading this app, means you have fewer days to work here on this earth. That's acorns.com slash full cast. Um, my retirement, it's nearly done. It's it. I'm thinking about, about good. I'm going to mid program. Nope, I'm, I'm done. Congrats. I'm pulling a Randy Edsel. <laughs> I'm out of here. I think I'm good. I'd like to finish the show. You may not finish. You may not. <laughs> I'd like to tag in server <laughs> in my spot, but, uh, but uh, now, now is when that's happening. Um, one correction on my part, <clears throat> big important difference between Stanford and Clemson. Stanford ran for 39 yards on 22 carries. Spencer and Holly, how many yards did Clemson run for? Two. Four? Two. Okay. Uh, sorry, I respect Clemson too much. You I do. Guess. You do. Dose. Yeah. They ran they yeah. ran they ran for they ran for one generously sized adult. They didn't even run for a Godfrey. They didn't even run for a they Godfrey. Did, oh my God, this is the new thing. Did you run for a Godfrey? <laughs> they didn't run for a Godfrey. They didn't oh. get, they didn't average over five yards of pass. They didn't score a TD. They didn't move the ball sideways, forward, or down the field. That is also. There was a lot of sideways. There, okay, there wasn't much productive sideways. There wasn't a whole lot of sideways and then forward, right? Like they were like, oh, let's try the perimeter. Oh boy, that didn't work either. Nothing. It's bad over there too. It's bad. Like it was watching them test, you could see they were like, mm, maybe this part of the soup isn't hot. Oh, <laughs> the, raptor, the raptor testing the fence. It turns out there are no weaknesses. So you just had a really bad day. Good was, fence. Real good fence. Very impressed by the fence. These these are lively today. Goodness. <laughs> hey, whoever built this fence, you should hire this person again. Just to be clear, in this version, uh, all the all the dinosaurs at Jurassic Park are Christian. Well, they already <laughs> were, Ryan. They're made by Jesus. So Yeah, by the way, the lead, the lead right now as it stands for my embezzling younger son over my believe in the rules. Follow the line, old, older son. Um, Mr. Mr. Come, Mr. I'm going to take it is now $74 ahead. Um, I checked that out. I did see several people wondering why the math is inc inconsistent. One, that's because it's me. But two, also finance is a game of flows. It does ebb and it does flow. And right now it's flowing a little bit his way. because Shit, he could, he could get five tickets and park into the Vandy game. <laughs> <laughs> 
knowing him, he'd figure out the arbitrage that I can't figure out between Vandy parking, the most valuable thing in Vanderbilt athletics and the ticket, the least valuable thing. Why don't they make the whole football program out of parking? Do you think so? Like every, uh, every sports fan sort of does this thing where it's like, why doesn't the SEC just kick out Vanderbilt and add anyone? Well, here's the answer. Like somewhere in SEC headquarters, there, there's like a, a fail safe. That's like, don't fire them to lose access to their parking revenue. I, I love the I love the implication though that the market is perfect because it says that the market is saying what people want to do most and the most valuable thing is to go park at a Vanderbilt game and then boo from the parking lot because nobody wants the ticket. So they go to they go to the game, they tailgate, they boo, but they do not view the game. They just like to congregate without the football, which I think sounds like a really efficient way of enjoying Vanderbilt football. None of the pain all of the socializing. Yeah, everyone loves to hang out with Vanderbilt alumni. Definitely. Yes. Hey, Chris. <laughs> What's up, Chris? How you doing? Um, can I can I change the subject briefly to Miami football? Always. Okay. It's a good time for that. Holly went no, and then yes. So I'm very excited to see how this is going to go. Uh, I want to uh, first of all, Miami lost Alabama. If if that is news to you. Because you didn't watch the game, that's fine. If that is news to you because it's surprising, you should see a doctor. I went back through, I did 2008 through 2019. Obviously, Bama didn't play a non-conference opener or opener-ish. I say that because there are a couple of Penn State games here that are in week two. And I looked at all the opponents Bama played and beat in those years and what happened next. And there's good news and bad news. The good news is this. From 2008 to 2019, only one team after getting beat by Bama in week one or occasionally in week two lost its next game. Most of these teams go on and they like beat, you know, sometimes they're playing a Mac school that they should beat handily. Sometimes they're playing somebody a little better than that, but most of the time you win. It's not like this lingering effect that like carries over into the next week. The one exception is 2017 Florida state uh, entered the uh, Bama game, I think ranked number two, and then lost to NC State the next week after they lost to uh, Bama. Some injury stuff in there as well, so maybe maybe not perfect. So that's the good news for Miami is you're probably not going to lose to App State, your next yeah, opponent. I, I mean, I think that it, they've had some they've been some teams that ended up having really good, like USC ended up being ten and two and and going to the Rose Bowl. So that's the bad news part is that yes, there are some. There's 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 that USC Rose Bowl team in 2016. There's a uh, Virginia Tech team that ended up going uh, winning like ten or eleven games. There's a Wisconsin team that did pretty well. But most of the time, the average right now is that after you lose to Bama. So you already got one loss. <clears throat> You're going to lose four or five more after that. So that is potentially on the table for Miami now is, I don't know, seven, five, six, and six. I don't think that's going to happen because I think Miami is better than some of these teams out here, but also that would be very funny to me personally. So I'm going to like put it out there into the universe and hope that hope, hope that the forecast magic does its evil thing. I mean, they play app state next and then I'm, they get Michigan State on who the looked, 18th. Who looked very frisky against Northwestern. Yeah, that did not look like an unchallenging team. That did not look like uh, a layup for anyone. No, no, no. Um, they do yeah. play somebody called Central Connecticut State. I am going to go ahead and just say that might be the Bishop Sycamore game. I don't know this school. I have never heard of it. 
they are sub FCS. Like I don't. No, they're FCS. Okay, they're so not does, Randy, does Randy Edsel coach them as well? Yes. That's. that's will he be coaching them by then? It's it's his brother Andy Redzel. <laughs> Andy Redzel. That's how brothers work, right? That's yes. you take you take a really crappy alias, and that's how you become someone's brother. <laughs> You have brothers. You know that's not how this works. The U is back. The U is back. They could be, you know, they could be like two and two going into hardcore ACC conference play there. Yeah. Means- so looking at uh, just to pick a random stat, looking at the Massey ratings, uh, Miami's highest expectation in any FBS game, highest win um, likelihood in any FBS game remaining is all of 62%. Against who? Georgia, Georgia Tech? Tech? Yeah. Or or Duke was the only was the other one I was going to guess. Wow, Duke, Miami is at Duke, and that is a mere fifty two percent. Wow, Massey, Massey is down on the canes. Down on the canes. All right. I mean, well, let's, let's, this let's is flip a... over to FPI real quick because they got the yeah. the win projections. Uh, let's see here. God, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, <laughs> FBI has uh, the canes going uh, winning between seven and eight games. <laughs> let's see here. Let's let's just really. Okay. So what team rankings is working is uh, the team rankings agrees between seven and eight wins for the Canes. <laughs> oh, this, so hurt, another... this is this is hurting Bama's playoff case. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. That's they should do that. Like Nick should send a letter like two months into the season to be like, "Thanks for nothing, Manny Diaz." <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Weak. They no, aren't. Gonna... They're finally done with the neutral site shit. This is it. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yeah, it's the final one. <laughs> That's it is. Oh. The next one is like a home and home with Texas, I think. But like the stupid neutral site thing where every year we're like, why did these idiots agree to this? Finally, the idiots are done agreeing to this. Actually, it was like Bama was like, no, we want people to attend games in our stadium. But no one's lining up to take this whooping. You got to come. You got to come to Club T-Town. On the, the plus side, on the plus side, now we got to see a Louisville dog at, at, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Watching Louisville get fucking trashed by Ole Miss. <laughs> oh God, the Matt Corral show is so good. It is so good. He does I like every. The, I like that people were like, "How did how did somebody get a dog into the stadium?" And my thing is like, "How did a Louisville fan will themselves into turning into a dog so they could stop comprehending <laughs> their football team?" I can't watch this anymore. Transmogrify. <laughs> the weirdest animorph story ever. <laughs> What's your origin story? Well, I went to a game. Louisville (laughs) fan, just a regular dog. That's Papa John. That's the only way he can get into a Louisville game now. It's the morph into his animal form of shaggy, adorable dog. That is, that game, everything Matt Corral does is irritating to a defense. Even the way he slides, he slides real late and with his head kind of up as if optimally designed to draw targeting fouls. You can't coach that. You can't can't. legally, legally, you can't coach that. You can't. Like, in addition to being a really great quarterback, he's phenomenal. Like, everything ball placement, uh, reading, working well within that system. Like, he's a good runner. I don't really know. His only weakness is bravado. That's it. Like, he's going to have a game this year where he throws five picks. Just wait for it. I thought you said weakness. Yeah. Yeah. I guess in college, I'm going to go ahead and say that's fine. That's totally fine. He can also get two defenders thrown out on a single play, as he nearly did, by drawing with Louisville, who I don't know. 
Like, I know it's hard to tackle a guy with his head up like that. Like, that's very, very difficult. But at the same time, Louisville seemed bent on going face first into everything in the game. Like, in lieu of actually competing or playing, all of their defenders just went crown first into whatever was in front of them. Yeah. You do, you do it enough times, and then they don't have a defense, which, I mean, it's Ole Miss Louisville. They don't, nobody has one anyway, so. Yeah, and that's how you that's how you allow 40 points to Ole Miss on opening night. And then, well done. Then you get middle linebacker, Louisville dog in the stands. <laughs> I'm over here, guys. I'm a dog now. It's great. You should all get ejected and come over here. <laughs> Just turning into turning into poker dogs. Just over mm-hmm. there, smoking cigars, playing poker. Um, I did also want to talk about one more. <clears throat> one more game on the schedule if we could uh and that would be the florida game because um really have it yeah no 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 i, I really want to actually like okay. anthony, anthony richardson like it's it's so hard i it's so hard to not actually say that uh we have a quarterback problem you don't have a all right we don't <laughs> we have to dan mullen's right you don't have a quarterback problem yeah however yeah. However, we have, however, we have to get them both on the field at the same time because one of them uh, jumped a dude, and I don't care if it was Florida Atlantic. He said he was going to do it, and he did it. And when you do that, there's everyone in the fan base, sane or not, is going to be like, oh, "We could be starting that guy. We could be starting that guy." Now, Mullins' thing is that he says he he can't operate the offense yet, meaning he misses basic checks. He's probably not seeing like where to slide protections and all of the things that I Emory Jones should, can do. I think that makes a stronger case for starting him. <laughs> He's like, you got to rely on your gifts, son. <laughs> Go on out there. <laughs> what what week do we play this year? Yeah, that's, I think we're coming up in two. Shit. I think we got two weeks until Tennessee and Florida. Well, um, listen, we couldn't pass on Bowling Green, so hunker the fuck down. And now it's time for Pitt, Tennessee Pitt. No, Spencer, you got to play Alabama first. But yeah, yeah, sh- yeah. Holly, did you see who like the honorary captain is going to be for the Tennessee pick game? Yep. Okay. Uh, who's it going to be? Jackie Sherrill. <laughs> Honestly, can he give the pregame talk? We might could use it. <laughs> it's good. This year, I'm going to castrate this live panther for you. Fine. Boys. Fine. <laughs> Isn't that our mascot, kids, Jackie? Kids, you ever seen an eagle get de-beaked? Line up. I'm going to debone this graduate <laughs> assistant right here. God, that's gory. Coach Bone and debone mean the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to make this pencil disappear. <laughs> I'm hiring, boys. Snaps pool cue. Uh, yeah, Joe Milton. Joe Milton only has on the video game console. His button says hard pass. That's it. it- hard pass. It reminded me of strong pass. It reminded me of Ainge actually, where it's it's either going, it's either going to hit your receiver in the numbers, or it's going to leave a smoking hole through the chest of somebody in the front row, and there is no third option. But in Joe Milton's defense, when in his college career would he ever have had the opportunity to receive quarterback coaching? Fair. Before now. Fair. Where where was he before? Just where, where? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nobody knows. I don't know, Spencer. We don't explain the plot. Mm. So he's going to be facing Pitt and um, Pat Narduzzi. 
who Pat Narduzzi, who has, if the two hemispheres of his brain were offensive and defensive, right side, a shriveled prune, a tiny little dim pulse, only indicating that it was alive. The left side, the defensive side of the brain, massive, huge, grandiose, overdeveloped, crackling with the electricity of knowledge. Pitt's going to put Joe Melton into some sort of, like, phantom zone type state where he is not going to know what he's looking at at all it's going to be bad real bad can i bring up a football game please uh the mercer bears in week uh week one they faced point university in naia school uh point university their name was a lie they recorded zero of them uh (laughs) mercer of course put up 69 missing a kick and then their kicker posted had to take one for the team um so <laughs> basically the perfect day of football for mercer played a completely unqualified opponent and won by the nicest score of all um week two they go from playing an naia team to alabama i mean i can't imagine that it's now i don't you're know gonna take several for the team yeah 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 i hope you hope you liked scoring points just like what an experience for mercer to go from, I hope. Uh, I mean, can they? I don't know of anyone who's ever done that. Can they become the first team to score sixty nine and then allow sixty nine in the subsequent game? Lane Kiffin's definitely done that before. Like <laughs> this is all Lane Kiffin does on Madden every night. <laughs> Why'd you run out of bounds on that two point conversion? You know, you know, you know, you know. Uh, there are there's, there's an awful lot of dudes chuckling at this at this every time it happens who i'm positive have never gone down on a single fucking person (laughs) i just want to say that is it so nice is it chris i was y'all y'all talk about bears all right no i've read my boyfriend is a bear the comic so you should you should have to get like you should have to have like a current or former sexual partner certify you before you can make the nice job. <laughs> Thank like you. Somebody, there. somebody there. should just have to like be a like a wristband. Yes. You should yes. have a wristband. Right. Like it's sort of like an aff- like, yes, I can confirm this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. An affidavit. Yep. That's what it is. 